There's a saying that what you water is ultimately what grows. That where you place your attention ends up guiding your feelings, your perception, your actions, and your, your life. Right? Focus becomes identity. And change comes from bringing awareness to what we're focusing on. I remember when this light bulb went off for me. Like so many epiphanies, you know, what happened during a, a difficult kind of a trying time. It wasn't where I wanted to be. And I remember, you know, sitting down and asking myself, you know, dude, are you on your own team here? Are you helping yourself? Using the metaphor, the question was, am I watering the weeds in my life or the flowers? And, and by the weeds, I mean, am I allocating energy to thoughts that are detrimental to what I want? Am I keeping myself in places I don't want to be and in relationships that are counterproductive? Am I thinking about what can go wrong instead of all that can go right? Or am I watering the flowers, the positive, highlighting the possibility, the things I'm appreciative for, the seeds, the potential that can grow a mile high? See, I've always known the value in choosing to see the possibility. But the million dollar question is, how do you remain aware? Because that's the thing about weeds, they're sneaky. They'll take control of your life without letting you know they're doing it. So uh, I'm thinking this through and it dawns on me, this is not complex. This is simple. It's one, identifying where you want to be, and two, analyzing your actions based on those priorities, right? That's it. And so for every pillar of my life, health, relationships, career, finances, I made two dots. One for where I am and one for where I want to be. Everything in the middle is life. The ups, the downs, the joys, the sorrow. Everything in between is the path, the line. And it's simple. You start on point A knowing that you can always get to point B. That what you want exists, it's there, it's available. And your attention, all of your energy should be allocated to the thoughts that reinforce that truth. That's your path, that's what you believe, that's what's important, and it's going to happen. Anything beyond or outside that line, anything that tells you you're not good enough, anything that accepts not achieving that priority, suggests it won't work out, that is where the weeds live. That is wasted space. Why exhaust that energy? Right? To think, you know, I'm not good enough to get this promotion. How does that help you get to your point B? It doesn't. Eliminate that thought, right? Point B always exists. Just that notion pushes a lot of things to the side. You have to be good enough. You just need improvement. Maybe it's enhanced skills. Maybe it's more effort. Maybe it's changed approach. But tackling these things will water the flowers. It moves you along the path. And progress is happiness. Right? For me, uh, health is a big thing. I run all the time. But I'd like to be more fit. I'd like to eat healthier. There's room for improvement. And I know it's possible. Because that is my point B. I know that saying I don't have time. Or I don't have the right body type. Or genes. Or trying to convince myself that fast food just this once will be okay no all of that stuff is watering weeds it exists outside my path 
My time should be spent realizing how incredible the human body is, taking care of it, pushing it, being proud of it, taking accountability for it. That's me. I only get one of these things, even if it's just a little at a time. That's the beauty. Simply existing on a path and revolving around your ideals, your vision, your priorities brings about joy. Negativity, it truly is a learned thing. It's manufactured. All there are in life are circumstances. Circumstances that are neither positive nor negative, just pieces. And you decide what to do with them. Do you focus on the negative? You can. But that won't put you in a position to change your circumstances or bring about happiness. When you decide to see the opportunity, you free yourself from the shackles of fate because destiny never put you in the situation you did. But guess what? You can take yourself out of it. A field of sunflowers grew one root, one stem, one petal at a time. The same field that was at one point nothing more than dirt and weeds. It was always possible and so is your ideal life. You just need to water the things that matter. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I saw an interview by one of my favorite authors today, Stephen Pressfield, where he highlighted what I believe to be a critical and often overlooked point. He says, a lot of people think life is short, but life is actually long. And he goes on to explain that he didn't even get his first book published until well into his adult life, making the point that people at 24, 34, 54, 64, they think they've won or lost. And they've got a lot of game left to play. And this message, it does a few things. I think first and most obviously, it creates a kind of calm. Like, okay, I can take some of the pressure off myself. Life isn't a sprint, it's a marathon. I'm not doing so bad. Sometimes we lose that perspective. We forget that the best things in life evolve over time. Often not an avalanche, but the chipping away of a stone until the statue uh, reveals itself. As frustrating as it may be, clarity is often an evolution. And the second thing is, it plays a role in defining what success means. If games are won in the second half, as they frequently are, then we learn not to define ourselves by the outcome of the first quarter. But more importantly, to put ourselves in position to win in the fourth. The score at halftime is not defining, it's a treasure trove of lessons and information and data that can be tapped into to get the result that we ultimately want. And I often think of uh, running in South Florida where 
You know, I, I joke that I don't sit at the beach, but if you run during the day, you know, you kind of get the best of both worlds. A little bit of sunshine, you get your workout in. Uh, but the obvious disadvantage, especially in the summer, is that the, the heat is taxing on the body. It's more challenging to run uh, under that sun. And what I find is that when I push my pace right out of the gate, right from the start, push my physical boundaries, the second half of the run is a nightmare. Always. I'm dragging, you know, speed isn't even a factor. I'm pleading with myself to simply not stop because I haven't positioned myself well. But on the other hand, when I'm disciplined, and when from the start I ease into something comfortable and progressively increase my speed, my body somehow responds exponentially better. I get the most out of myself that way. That's why I've said in the past, I'm proudest of my results when the last few miles are the fastest miles. It means I have the discipline and the foresight to make that happen. And ultimately, the big picture is affected in a positive way. And I know the same can be said for other aspects of life. I know the same can be said for the moments of temptation, when my ego pleads with me to do what someone else is doing, or things aren't evolving as quickly as I want, so my pride says, just walk away from it all. Why? Because the current moment doesn't look how I wanted it to. So the mind says panic. It says change things. It says you're losing or not good enough. It says you better pick up the pace right now because you're losing this current moment. But no, the question isn't, is right now the goal? The question is, is right now moving me forward consistently? So that when the time comes to sprint, so that when I'm ready to go faster than I've ever gone, be more than I've ever been, I've positioned myself to do just that. When things were challenging, I kept moving forward. When the world around me seemed to be moving at a faster pace, I ran my own race, I stayed consistent, I remembered what mattered to me. That's the question. And by the way, this doesn't mean ignoring today's results. It means asking yourself whether today's results are meaningful in the big picture, right? Using Stephen Pressfield's example, if you don't get published or your work is rejected again and again and again, you have not lost. It's the beginning, it's the first quarter. But what info can you gain from this? What tweaks can you make to your work so that it's in some way more captivating? How can you sell it a little better? What can you do to connect with people who will believe in you and help push you forward? Remember, you only lose when you decide to stop. Why? Because as long as you're willing to adjust and keep going, there are no stopping Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. 
People don't realize limitations are self-imposed. Losing or quitting just means you stood up and said, I'm going to stop learning and evolving with regard to this pursuit. I no longer want to adapt and move on. No outside circumstances can impose that upon you. It's truly an internal decision. I remember Jim Rohn saying success is easy. Doing the thing that's best for you in the long run is easy. Doing the right things every day is easy. And people would say, well, that doesn't make sense. Why isn't everyone successful? Well, because doing the wrong thing is easy too. It's easy to think right now is the end all be all. To forget the big picture, that life is a journey, that you are equipped with everything you need. And when you don't see success to your left or right, when your ideal world hasn't been created, to panic, to seek drastic change, instead of remembering one step in front of the other gets you to your finish line. Instead of remembering the second half is where you make your move, is where you make your push. Not every swing is a home run. Not every swing needs to be a home run. It's about on-base percentage. It's about setting yourself up for success. Step by step, day by day, allowing yourself to evolve. Because if you hang in there long enough, if you say yes and trust yourself long enough, you will get your Super Bowl. You will get your midday run when the sun is at its fullest, you're exhausted, you're tired, and you don't want to keep going. But because you invested in the big picture, because you played the long game, you'll be one of the few who understands, who has created the weapon, the answer, the key that will open the door. Very few people get to open and walk through. The best things in life take time. And time requires patience. Patience can be painful. It can cause suffering chaos but from that chaos comes order from that suffering comes meaning everything we needed and wanted is on the other side of that evolution see that your short-term losses are not crippling you they are creating